from TMP to TTNG For sure the cure and those tired meme jeans Hella Kinsella and the promise ring Sunny day real estate and rights this spring Prince Twinkle Daddy's help keep the dream alive I constantly thank God for Algernon and Remo Christie front drive Mineral snowing high tide hotelier and more Rio Limo only consists of the DC emotive hardcore episode where i get fired on air <laughs> <laughs> all right you are listening to episode 21 of the platypus award winning podcast the e-word <laughs> fuck yeah yeah brought some hardware home this morning yeah i was like i was surprised to see it if anyone if anything was gonna win like best blog or so i was really expecting like sophie's floorboard to win or like the alternative <laughs> Yeah, or the alternative, something like yeah, that has substance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but we are joined by Platypus Award winning best song of 2018 artist Origami Angel. Oh, nah. H- hello. Hey, Ryland. What's up? Not much. And we also have two other guests. We have the most guests we've ever had on the podcast right now because we are joined by operators of Third Row Records. We have Dree and we have Jord. Uh, hi, it's it's Dree. Uh, hey, it's Jord. <laughs> Sick. Yes. Sick. Really? Yeah. What, what happened to all the chemistry from before we started hey, it's the still episode? Here. Five <laughs> seconds ago. Yeah, let's go back. Let's make fun of Chillwave again. I'm, bu- I'm bubbling with chemistry. <laughs> uh, we have a full episode. We have a full house on this shit. Uh, so... I guess we'll start off by saying thank you to Chillwave for putting up episode 20 on YouTube. That is clearly the preferred way to listen to the podcast because most of our tuning ins were on that channel. So um, you will probably be, be listening to this on Chillwave until they stop uploading them. So uh, shout out to Chillwave doing the Lord's work, um, putting up bands that we all listen to on that channel as well. So come for the e-word stick around for all your favorite bands i guess yeah he's gonna he's gonna keep doing it until like i hurt his feelings bad enough that he stops that's or until his interns uh quit until joe (laughs) joe me susan we're this is kind this episode is kind of returned to our regular format too yep uh yeah it's kind of like a little bit of a stopgap in between some pretty stacked episodes we got coming up so 
Yeah, I mean, it's fucking corny to say stuff like, oh, big thing's coming, but, like, we actually do have some pretty fucking wild things that are gonna happen. Uh, yeah. Big thing's coming soon. I got off the phone with Brian Sola. Hey, do y'all want to hear a joke that I made that I've been like too afraid to tweet because I'm I'm scared of? Oh, you're 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 afraid to tweet things, Ali. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. All right. Um, I think that Brian Sella is kin with the singer of American Football. He's Mike Ken Sella. I hate, I hate yeah, that. I don't like that. No, yes, I thought it was yes. gonna be mean. No, it's not it, mean at all. It's just terrible. I'm dating right now. Like, that is why I'm terrified to tweet it. We we already <laughs> lost followers be. for that tweet. Yeah. <laughs> that's I'll retweet that. That's bad. good. <laughs> I like it. You know what? <laughs> Thanks. I'd say I'd give it a yeah. No, that's a good tweet. You know, We're gonna give it a late six to a. <laughs> I won't even rate it. I mean, it's Decent just a seven. tweet. You know, like strong six. Yeah. Um, Yo, I got a good uh, podcast conversation topic. All right, what's the better riff? Honestly or never meant? <laughs> oh, my God. Never meant. It's never honestly. Meant. It's so obviously honestly. Honestly is not a good song. Oh, my what? God. Are I you saying never, never meant oh. is a good song? Never meant is fucking fantastic. Listen, okay. Never meant is a good song. It's like, like memes aside, like okay, so like I had the like the predisposition to like be like, oh, never meme, you know, whatever, blah blah blah, and then like you just listen to that whole album and it just goes downhill after track one, baby. It, like, the <laughs> first thirty-five seconds of that album are the best thirty-five seconds. That, hard. that yeah, I I feel that. I mean, I just think the riff is better. I don't know about the song composition. That song's like seven minutes. Honestly, it's like seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. uh I used to like listen to albums just like at night because that was the only time I could. And anytime I tried to listen to American football, I would I would listen to Never Met and be like, "This song's good, man." And then like as soon as track two hits, snooze. I like tra- I like tracks, yeah. the the new album has like songs that are stomachable. I feel like sometimes you get a like I get it on shuffle and I'm just like, man, I'm not like this is not a nine minute thing that I'm willing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but I must I must say this is an emo podcast, so we should stop talking about American football. <laughs> <laughs> it's like alternative indie, right? Okay, so we have a lot of follow up to do. Um, we have a listener question to get so through. much follow up. Uh, so our last episode was Thanksgiving, way overblown, and reflects their fans more than the band. You'd be surprised how many people don't really smoke much weed in the mom jeans, just friends circle, etc. Drinking is much worse and make and way more glorified to be honest. Do, and like, does it reflect their fans more than the band? I mean, I don't know. I I mean, they're like the, they're the fact they're is, like, like clearly enabling it. Yeah, you can't separate like the impact of the band from your interactions with the fans i think like that's part of it that informs True. like how you listen to things i think like not one person can say that the way that they watch rick and morty has not <laughs> changed <laughs> truth there's truth in that um yeah. i think like the last thing that y'all talked about though like the whole like advocacy thing i do think mom jeans like as a band is taken way less seriously than they should be like at this point in their career because they are pretty good advocates for things that not many bands on their level are talking about i think it's it's pretty chill like um i remember when they were touring with shortly or whatever 
you know, people were giving them shit for it, but like the whole like talking over the whole solo act thing, which you know, it's been a present thing in DIY for like a really fucking long time, and I've seen it. You know, I've been at shows where that shit happens. Shortly is not a solo act. It's not. No. No, I I just saw them with uh, the Wonder Years. Oh really? Yeah, it's like yeah. four, okay, well, four or five members. I mean, they're like yeah. super quiet, but okay. Yeah, that's I guess that was the thing I was thinking, like the quiet act. Yeah, right. They're not that quiet either. Uh, oh. It's. I mean, they they were only a little less loud than Have Mercy and Oso Oso when I saw them. You know, okay. I think I, I'd say they're about as loud as Oso Oso. I would say. Oso well, Oso is pretty loud. I don't know when I, when like, I saw them here. They were kind of quiet. They were yeah, getting talked over. Yeah, pretty subdued live. That was with mom jeans. I think it's just uh, like people are anticipating mom jeans, so they get talked over, not because they're not projecting. It's just they don't care. Yeah, like it's it uh, sucks. It sucks, but that's like what it's it is. Like sixteen year olds at your first show, not knowing the etiquette. Yeah, yep. probably. That's literally what yeah, it was. Exactly. Yeah. I knew like four people there that were just like smashed out of their minds, like for the entire show, and they couldn't give a fuck about like any other band there. And it's just like it's I don't know. It's kind of oh, a culture. Fuck. That's of... so cool, dude. I'm so excited. I want more of that at shows. Yes. <laughs> Please. Uh, okay. Oh, jeez. So I guess the last oh, point. I don't like this. If we want to, if we want. Can we hit... tackle that drinking is much worse and way more glorified? That's what I'm getting to. Uh, so drinking <laughs> is much worse and way more glorified. To be honest, I mean, I don't think it's more glorified, but it is. I mean. In the emo scene specifically, I think smoking weed is more glorified. In society at large, drinking is definitely more glorified and way more uh, casual, for sure. I also don't don't know how how much worse I would say it is. Uh, It's definitely worse. Don't get me wrong. Like, alcohol has definitely killed more people in the last (laughs) month than crack and heroin combined. Yes, but. Um, as in the, we're talking specifically about in the emo scene, and I I do think that like smoking weed is definitely like way more glorified and way more of like a like an activity that is kind kind of like given its own social capital, you know? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. I mean, I would I would say Free Throw was one of the bands <laughs> that like did it the most, where they have like beer can rip-off logos, I think, on their merch and shit like that, but... Right. You could say, like, Captain We're Sinking, but Captain We're Sinking, like, wrote songs pretty much, like, explicitly about hating how much you drink. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, <clears throat> well, Tiny Moving Parts is just beer culture, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't think, like... I see a lot of parody stuff with beer. I usually never see, like the same kind of glorification like it's like it's something or someone smoking weed on or on like merch or it's them talking about how they feel when they're high it's not like you know what i mean i don't know it's kind of different yeah like i've seen a lot of pabs knockoff logos like that kind of thing with bands but yeah i don't think anyone saw that shirt and was like you know what i need <laughs> right now <laughs> fresh pabs <laughs> right in your neck of the woods uh do you have like sober spaces for shows and stuff? Um, um so I kind of help out at like this place called Grave Lakers and yeah. like the kind of the the rules there are like 
bring your own beer, it's whatever. I feel like that's pretty much the standard for most DIY places, at least around here. I don't know. Yeah, uh, we've never played a show at a, like a sober space, per se. Um, we've played at a Burning Man-style house before, though. Um, that was really interesting. So kind of the opposite of a sober space. Huh. It was really weird. Um, that's wild. But what does what does that mean? Wait. So like, yeah. like the Burning Man festival or whatever. You know, how like people just do whatever they want. No, but but okay. it has to be like shared yeah. with everybody, right? Isn't that? Yeah, like, it's like yeah, it's like the whole like unity thing of like doing like hard drugs or like really whatever. <laughs> and it's like it was just a weird environment. Like I've seen shows at that place and like played it, and it's like it was it was cool. It was like a good show, but it was like man. What a weird environment to play your second show ever as a band at. Yeah, Austin does not have a sober space at all. <laughs> everything, everything in Austin like uh, revolves around beer. Yeah, like that's everything the same like in a here. social sense. We yeah. there we there have... was an old South Florida hardcore album, uh, venue that had that was like a sober space. I forgot what it was called. Um, all the ones now in South Florida seem to be like alcohol friendly none of them are selling obviously because they're just local venues but mm-hmm. um i mean anything in orlando is like usually just super saturated because there's not really many diy spaces in orlando i'm kind of going back and forth with with it on what i should do for my own house i'm like trying to decide yeah there i think i think house shows should be sober spaces personally just in order to minimize problems with authorities yeah, yeah. property yeah. damage too if if because like, i'm renting so if someone fucks this house i'll just fucking explode yeah 100 percent. okay um, wait i take that back we did used to um we did used to play shows with commander salamander at like their friends houses in virginia and stuff like that and we those were sober spaces but for that reason like be like an authorities thing you know it was like a like let's not get busted and have like 19 year olds with six packs of beer kind of type beat you know instead of just yeah. like it's and not also, like a straight edge thing sorry you know oh, who man. has real shit luck with cops in general audio <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my mans <laughs> oh, oh, wow. it was our f- facebook friend anniversary today made me happy really that's cool. that's that's cool yeah they get they get finessed by the cops a lot uh-huh it's it's kind of odd like the frequency of just shit that. Yo, he he intimidated a cop once. Claudia, <laughs> whole, yeah. yeah, I'm hip to that too. The, the Weezer cop? Yeah. Oh wait, no no no. Cop? That was the cop that like pulled them over. No, this is a cop who like uh I think it was I think he was telling me about the awake but still in bed show. I think that was what what happened. But um uh, was there a cop at that show? I don't think there's a are you oh you're talking about the show, um you're talking about the I wasn't at it, but it was like Sammy Heck Down Hall and like another DC band I can't remember I who think it, I think it might have been that all I know is and it was like, like I know they got was, busted the cop was getting antsy and because Claudio is like 6'2 and yeah. he's not <laughs> a kid you know so I think that's probably the one I don't know though I'm not a historian on DC shows <laughs> All right, let's move on to Twitter specific follow up. Um, <laughs> the E word Twitter has had a lot of attention lately. Um, I, Ellie, I'm putting you on the chopping block. Uh, you threw out some a a, a tweet just uh, saying that you hate Neutral Milk Hotel and think they're the <laughs> worst band ever. And 
Um, I think what's funny about this is you have like signed off some tweets, like say, like spe- like specifying that this is Ellie, but those are pretty lo- like lukewarm tweets. But you're throwing out something <laughs> like this and not signing it off. Yeah. And, and um, I've like I've like met a couple of people in real life that have listened to the podcast, and like their first question is always, "Who runs the Twitter account?" <laughs> And it, it's it's both of us, obviously. Yeah, it, it, um, it's both of us. It used to be just you, and then you made a huge mistake and gave me the password. Well, uh, I I gave you the password when I created the account, but you never like logged on or anything. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I don't remember that. I remember like you offering it to all the mods. Well, yeah, because you yeah. thought it was gonna be like, a, like you offered it, but but you didn't like actually like send it in a chat or anything. I don't. I don't think that happened. But um. That's not the point. The point here is that Neutral Milk Hotel is objectively the worst band of all time. Oh, and, I disagree. I disagree. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not. In, in this essay, I will. Uh, no. Uh, Wait a minute. Waves exists, though. No. Oh, oh, oh my. Okay. All right. Waves oh, is arguably shit. the best band of all time. <laughs> that's that's the worst. That's a worst take. That's You're a dumb. worst take. Waves is the worst. Band. You're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, great songs like Holland, 1945. It's not waves. It's no, not nobody said they were the best musicians of all time. They they used four open chords for the entire album. I mean, so does like most folk punk know. bands. Yeah, yeah. I don't, all folk punk sucks too. If Neutral Milk Hotel sucks, you got to go down with the ship. Did you, actually, did you actually want me to like make an argument? Like, and just maybe like say like why you decided to use the e word account to. Oh, <laughs> this, is, this is like a corporate call out. It's not even like a, it's not even an opinion thing. Fuck, this is. Uh, I mean, you like uh, knew that people disagree with that. Yeah, that's why I tweeted it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but moving on. Uh, you also. Uh, revoked your your um your warmth of mom jeans because you were warming up to them and then you went to their show and said that their fans are the worst fuck that band and uh, musically no musically I'm still pretty warm on mom okay, jeans okay, okay, like I don't, okay. the songs are fine I never said that the songs weren't good uh, I just did not like the fucking water polo players at that show <laughs> oh my Jeez. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, and some of those water polo players got into the comments. Yeah, some of those water, some of those water polo players up in my mentions. Uh, like, I wonder if their moms like get annoyed by having to listen to Mom Jeans in the SUV. Uh, <laughs> God, Mom. Press. <laughs> All right, so there is a discussion around this, which is, do you blame the band for that? I don't necessarily blame the band. I wish that they would have like maybe said something about being more respectful to the openers because uh like i don't know because the the response to awake but still in bed at that at the show that i was at was pretty like kind of gross just like people talking during their set and they're not a quiet band either so it, it takes effort it like takes effort to talk over awake but still in bed yeah what happened at the dc show um for that was so Shannon had asked that like they they were playing what's it called opener mm-hmm. and you know it's all quiet and shit in the beginning and then so Shannon had asked that like 
you know, because the crowd basically talked through them the entire night, and they and she, she asked like, um, you know, just be quiet during this one, low key, and then like everyone kind of like looked looked at the band and was like, whatever, and like continued talking like louder. It was pretty fucked. It was <laughs> it was one of the shittiest moments. I was just sitting um, or standing with with Jake from Counterintuitive, and we were kind of just like, what the what the fuck? Like these people are actually shitty as fuck right now. Um, it sucks because they're wishful fucking thinking, amazing but band. I I can't believe that people listen to Mom Jeans but don't listen to Wake But Still in Bed. Like I don't oh, know. Like, really? Oh well, really? Awake but Awake but still in bed. Uh, have a female singer, so they're not as good, obviously. <laughs> yeah, that's how it I, works. I think I've actually run think, the numbers, and that's how this works. <laughs> Mom Jeans is like a pop punk band, and yeah. Awake but still in bed is like screamo. I think one's just more accessible than the other. Truthfully, yeah, yeah. 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 I think Shan- like, like uh, here's the thing, though. Like at every every single other show that I've seen Awake but still in bed at, like everyone shut the fuck up when they played opener yeah mm. yeah I know, like I think... every everyone was like either respectful enough or into the music enough exactly to zip it but at mom jeans it was just like oh f- fuck fuck you dude i i want to jump up and down to just friends and yeah <laughs> burn and burn someone with my lit joint um f <clears throat> yeah what is your arm want to hit this <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> the um I don't know. I just think the whole concept album thing doesn't really fit with the like the aesthetic of a mom jeans listener. I don't know. Huh. So you're like, saying think... it was mom jeans fault for taking them on tour? Wait, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that sounds like that's what you're saying. I mean they deserve to be taken on tour, but that's what I'm saying is about. like you asked like if uh mom jeans fans hadn't listened to them and I think like asking them to sit through like a continuous album that's like a concept out that's like a i don't know it's like a um there's a little more album. high that's concept like, to it than mom yeah have a very high iq to understand like, <laughs> to that, yeah to be fair your brain I mean, has have to you be ever huge. seen shannon hit the hit the whip <laughs> you know that's some intelligent whip also uh shannon shannon did like come out and do guest vocals on shred cruise at my show uh, oh, she really? opened it. that's yeah she did the beginning of the song that's and it was so fucking cool. tight my girlfriend thought that was Bart for the longest time. <laughs> um, let's just get through the last tweet. Uh, we fucking went emo Twitter viral with a tweet that was basically a popular format tweet at the at the moment, and I called out bands for using the woo thing in their oh, music. Jesus and, Christ. Uh, everyone was like, oh, is this about... It's like, shut the fuck up. Every band has done that. Yeah. <laughs> Like I was listening to the caught your band out. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we've yeah. (laughs) Thank you. I was listening to the band Heart to Gold from Minnesota when that happened because they kept doing it, and I was like, "All right, here's a way to make fun of that." So can we talk about the most doing the uh, the breath? (laughs) That thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, that was fucked up. You remember? Were you there at that one? I was. I mean, I saw them at the house show. Yeah. Did they do something? Yeah. No, that was fucked up. That that no. That was yeah, crazy. I know that. That like we, fucked with my head. So on the offbeat, they just all took a breath in and they started playing, like into the like, microphone. Into the mic, yeah. So no, <laughs> oh, on ours it was like not in the mic. Like it was just like you could hear it like as to like because they're like so good dynamically. Like they're so good at getting quiet and then loud because they're just all like jazz kids. Like they're Who's like this band? The, 
the most. The most is one of like the coolest yeah. bands making music right now. Yeah, it's they're crazy. so cool. I think they're from Connecticut. Um, they're like ridiculous, you know. Like the uh, they're they're fucking jazz. Insane. Yeah. They're yeah they're they're just like a a jazz band. I don't know. They're, it's, it's, well, they're jazz. They're jazz punks. You know. They're jazz. Yeah. Punks, you know, like they're they're people that really like math rock and really understand jazz composition. So it's like it's a little bit just deeper than like oh American football he uses major seven chords you know it's it's like it's like I mean, real jazz motif shits you know y'all, have y'all ever heard of that band uh, Iceburn the Iceburn Collective I have not I've seen no. them they're like a, yeah they're a nineties band they're on like uh uh Rev they're on Revelation Records uh they 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 were like straight like they started out as like a post hardcore band and then straight up mm. became like a like a jazz band and honestly like I. Yeah, I definitely see like the most pulling like from that from that canon for sure. Oh, that's um, dope. Yeah, so like props to them because that's a that's a deep cut, man. Yeah. Um, what I want in, instead of a woo, like a real high pitched yerb. <laughs> okay, like plant that seed. Woo? Which do y'all <laughs> think is worse? Because I feel like you can have a woo, like one, but like and like and it like if you do the woo every other song or something like that, it's just like. Okay, you're just running out of things to say at this point. But like, do y'all think that, or just the whole music cuts out and say "fuck"? Which one do you think is worse? Mm. Oh, I love the fuck. I really? want more. So good. I want like, more bless too. Oh my god. I think like I want to do one where it's just like instead of anything like weird or like you know anything like a woo or a fuck, just a bet, like just the screen. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just honestly, bet. just add <laughs> some ad libs. Or do yeah. like a th- thick Midwestern, you betcha. You betcha. <laughs> or like a little a, uh, a little scatting. There's a live <laughs> session that we did where I go skrr. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty messed up. <laughs> Mama. Oh my god. Woo! Real, real quick to throw back to mom, the mom jeans thing for like one second. Kyle, do you remember like two episodes ago when I said the thing about, hey man, you better fucking watch your back in the next mom jeans show? Yeah. That, that kid who like hopped in my mentions I feel like as soon as I said that on the pod he like popped into existence he like <laughs> <laughs> he came from the ether in order to fill that gap in the world that anonymous attacker run up no mask at the mom jeans show uh, <laughs> you summoned the mom jeans golem <laughs> we're gonna need to get shooters but yeah, it's it's wild that that tweet went like so viral, uh, like one? easily by like ten measures the most popular tweet. It's just so effective. The woo, the woo is so effective. That's why we all use it. The like we I'm in a band Foxwood, and the one song with the woo is like the most popular song by far. Hmm. People they hear the woo, they're like, oh cool, I like this. <laughs> it kind of like makes a song that's not so complex sound a little more complex because you had that beat rest and you got to yell at yeah are you firing shots right now or what, no, what is this no. <laughs> i mean jordy you are the one who had to like come in with a subliminal promo <laughs> i'm in a band I'm, I'm in a band fox with yeah well i just wanted to explain it i don't think everyone knows the context you we only introduced me as third row record yeah that's true record. Apology. Yeah. <laughs> the one Woo. record yeah we have one Woo! Okay, we got one more listener question, or we have one listener question, and then we'll talk about Third Row and Origami Angel for a bit. Um, <laughs> fuck. 
So this came from <laughs> listener of the podcast, Tony. Uh, do band names ever completely turn you off from a band? I'm mm. so split between A, it's just a name who gives a shit, and B, the name is still an extension of your band, your presence, how people are first introduced to you, etc. All the familial names drive me fucking nuts. Didn't listen to Mom Jeans, Daddy Issues, Soccer Mommy, all because I can't stand the names. Am I crazy? And even beyond the familial, the familial pet peeve I have, would love to hear if band names mean anything to y'all or their whatever. I think the worse a band name is, the more likely I am to listen to a band. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, like, I low-key like, agree with that. There's this band called My Parrot Fucked Your Wife. And... <laughs> <laughs> please, please. Deadass, they're a fantastic band. Uh, like, sure one of my that's favorite bands. Awesome. Yeah, they're like great. Fucking awesome. Like, I think there's bands that have awful names that are really good, and then like there's there's you know there's good band names that you'll be like, you'll be like that's a good band name, you mm-hmm. know, and like the band I is pretty good. I almost think I almost think the worse your band name is, the better you are at making music. Honestly, I feel I like know. it's because you know that your music's good, and like you don't have to care about the band name. Like, do you? How long do you think they thought about Commander Salamander? Like, there's, do you know there's? I was gonna you call that out. That's Salamander. a terrible band name. You know, there's like a podcast where. It's just like this racist right wing guy who was a commander in the military, and the podcast is called Commander Salamander. Um, people DM the Commander Salamander account a lot, lot thinking that, yeah. that the Commander Salamander band is that podcast, the racist right wing guy. But, like, but yeah, that's like not, you know, the most meaningful band name in the world, but it's still like if you hear that band, you're going to be like, it makes sense when you listen to music, you know, like, oh yeah, that's fucking Commander Salamander. It's like not the most genius thing you've ever heard, but it's like still sick. Like, I don't I know. I think the story is that it's uh, it's an old punk store in DC, right? Well, so apparently uh, it is. Um, it actually it became like a mainstream clothing store at some point. I, I feel. Oh, okay. But um, it closed in 2011. Claudio has told me a couple different stories, but he said the first that he like he um. He saw like a salamander in his yard or something like that, and he was like Commander Salamander. And he said that it had nothing to do with the store at first. He but just then, saluted the salamander. Um, then he got hit to the store. But then another time he said like it's an homage to the store. So I'm not really sure if like he like remembers that he's lying to me on one of those accounts. But, um, <laughs> the like, first I time I heard it, I thought it was a really obscure Calvin and Hobbes reference. Actually, really? Um, yeah, there's like this. Uh, there's this Calvin's favorite book to get read at bedtime is uh, Hamster Huey and the Gooey Kablooey and later there's like this really like really like throwaway joke about the author of that book writing a sequel called uh, Commander Salamander and her single oh. lander belly lander oh my and gosh. I was like oh shit that's a f- so this is a fucking Calvin and Hobbes reference no not at all <laughs> Claudia's God, never no. read that God, <laughs> not just rhymes you know whatever yeah um, whatever bro and it's like I don't know. Can you think of a band that you like started listening to because of the name? I can't. Empire, 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 Empire. Really? Diary yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw I that. I, I saw. Like that. Well, I love that band. God. Uh, after school night. <laughs> um, That's a pretty good name. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of if there's any other ones. The familial thing, though, it's like I don't know. I think it's just like people are just mad that every band is trying to rip off Uncle Cracker. And like that's what it is. Uh, yeah. So like, I that's think, advanced. <laughs> oh my god! It's like nah, but I feel like whatever. If it's it's music, like chill out. 
it's gonna be what it is and a band is gonna be it's gonna be if you remember the name enough to hate it that means it must be doing its job right like that's true yeah but i like, like if you like by the time there was a band called dad thighs i was rolling my eyes at it to be honest yeah but dad thighs are sick i know <laughs> that that's like the best dad thighs are uh... The guy, the guy from Empire Empire. Shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> wow, homophobic did, on the E-word. Did not, no, did not want you to... <laughs> <laughs> I will not be silenced. <laughs> not, not, I'm not homophobic, I'm homophobic. Keith from Empire Empire it? follows us, by the way. Well, Keith That's has sick. dad thighs. Watch, watch a live session and tell me I'm wrong. Ian Cohen follows us. Ian Cohen uh, co-signed that tweet I made today about... Uh, aggressive positivity culture, so that means no one can argue with it. Um, Shoutouts. Yeah. He has retweeted two of my tweets, so... Well, since you, uh, since you tweeted that, got any albums you don't like? <laughs> Particularly? <laughs> you know, want to talk about? Yeah, let's talk about some shit that sucks. <laughs> okay, so, uh, have we all spoken about band names and our takes on that? Yeah. Okay. I think so. So, I hate those tweets that are like "mommy, daddy, band," and then the person thinks they're all original. You know, I don't think like, I don't think I've seen that tweet enough yet. Fuck you. Yo, tweet the the AJJ one was funny. Yeah, the AJJ one was funny because Sean is a funny person. That's that's yeah. why. But there's so many people um, I feel that were like they're making that one tweet that were like, and it's like it's just a popular format, whatever. And then it's like all I love the band, blah blah blah, on tour with mom pants and blah blah blah, dad cigarettes or whatever. And it's like I finally got them. It's just like they, like why? Like honestly, that's more annoying than than daddy issues. I don't know. Like, yeah. you just I've, like <laughs> chill. I prefer I prefer making fun of the other conventions. Like, I, I think I made a tweet once, like, and I made like a fake band name, like Tall Shoes. <laughs> I think that it's like way way funnier to make fun. Yo, of. Tall Shoes is a good band name. Yeah, I just think. Don't lie. I don't know. Like any band worth anything will get through the filter of you even hearing about them. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like a false, like thing to hate on. Like you didn't yeah. hear about the all these bands until they were like kind of good, or kind of like notable at least. Yeah. Yeah. There's no like industry plant like, mom, dad, sister, summer camp, like whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no one to be mad at about this. They're all like pretty is that, good bands. You know, is that Space what it is, Camp though? is such a good. Band name, by the way, Space Camp, Summer Camp. Space Camp, yeah. I think I'm seeing them next week. Yeah, I I think uh, someone I know in the hardcore scene in Austin just played a show with them. Uh, yeah, they're pretty sick. Um, my friend of the hardcore scene is in a really bad band, though. Don't check them out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a good band name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't don't check us out. <sighs> So yeah. let's talk about Third Row Records and Origami Angel. Uh, third Row <laughs> Records, you're up first. Y'all, yeah. y'all kicked off the label with the Marietta reissue. Um, I want to know the story behind how y'all got your hands on that and convinced uh, the band, etc. How that could be your first release. Sounds a little uh, unbelieving. Like it <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Is it something weird about that? You know, you ever just they stole the release? masters late at night. <laughs> um, I actually collected all the Dragon Balls, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish to Shenron. Um, so a really long time back, like Twitter was always popular with fans, but I just followed <laughs> Evan from like 
when on their personal from Marietta, Evan, mm-hmm. and uh, they followed me back, and they just, like, interact with me mm-hmm. randomly from time to time. They'll, you know, retweet, say something funny. And then just, um, I had, like, this, I don't know. Everyone was talking about labels. We're in, like, a group chat with basically this DIY cabal of people, and we're all talking about, like, releases and stuff. And I'm like, you know, I want to do a release. And I messaged them because I knew I'm, like, a huge Marietta fan. So I knew that the fifth year was coming up and I suggested they do like an anniversary edition and I just was like, I'll front it. I don't like, I don't care. I wasn't even like a, we weren't really a label at that time per per se. Um, And then this was like, this kind of snowballed into like Andy, um, Andy from Worst Party Ever wanted to put their music up. So I was like, okay, I'll buy the distro kid. And the district kid comes with the two bands. And I was like, and then someone else wanted to get on like one of their music up also. And I was like, fuck it. Let's just like, I made up like a fake name to put on. This is literally what happened. I made up like a fake name to put on Andy's like little label section on the, on the worst party ever songs. And that's how you surprised how many labels start that way. Yeah. yeah. It was like, like, so yeah. um, we had actually sessions that we did after a show in the back of uh, Jordy from, from Twitter and Foxwood. Uh, after, <laughs> I mean, do you want me to use their last name? Like, I don't think that's any better. <laughs> um, I just thought it was from from Twitter first. That's really funny. Yeah. Also, my best friend. So you know, <laughs> yeah. that Jordy. We filmed like third row sessions in the back of their van, and that was like uh, that went up on Showwave too. And so that's where like I got the name from, and I just. Put it down and I was like, ha, you're on my fake label now, Andy. Uh, wink wink. And then uh it just kinda all worked out. And then um big shout outs to uh you know the boy, James Casser. <laughs> yeah. Uh James like basically handled like almost everything. James like took the idea that I had and kind of just streamlined it down to get done before the date of the reissue. And I mean, yeah, it was basically a lot of his work and some of ours. Also, uh, like Corey just did. Corey Purvis just did the art. Yeah, and it's fucking amazing. It's like it is. It's insane. Just another like banger. Like you already do the first one, and then uh, so yeah. I mean that's basically it. Like we just we reached out and we just we're in the right place at the right time with like the right momentum from having the little fake label thing, and then Tree had planned Star Label after. Uh- I had a label planned like <laughs> two two years ago probably. Jury <laughs> had a label planned before I knew Jury. Yeah. And like I was trying to become friends with Jury so that he could put my band out. Like that's, that's... so fucking funny. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. So when <laughs> when we we talked about it, Jury was gonna start this uh, label of of old of of long long ago uh, after they graduated, and they saw me and they were like, "Fuck it, just fuck it, let's do it." And so we split the cost of upgrading like the distro kit, and then that was it. We, we spat in our hands and shook our hands, and now we're a label. Yeah, that's that's the that's story. That's basically it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Speechless. I know. Pretty no, epic story. No, I'm trying to think of like a oh, way to. <laughs> it's it's, oh, no. it's just like, you know, summer death was something that was like, people were like, feverishly waiting for like a reissue, and then it's like the first release on your label. Like, what a way to collect all the like 
Oh yeah, I mean, don't one way to collect like, the was... following, you know. It's honestly, it's a dream. It's, it's a literally dream. a dream of mine. Like I have the the first tape, and I was like, man, imagine if I could do it. And I just was like, fuck it. Like what? What's gonna be like the? What's the worst that could happen if I message, hey, like, do you have plans for cassettes? And they were like, no, we have vinyl planned. And I was like, and they were like, but we're we're not really against cassettes. Just like email us. And I was like, oh, sick. And that's just how. It's just how it went. I don't know. And then James like made sure everything actually wasn't like a big dream and was actually real. So yeah, that's the main. The main takeaway is that James is awesome. Yeah, I was gonna say shout facts. out to James. Big facts. Big facts. Shout out to James. Uh, they were on my, our podcast. So, so that's sick. <laughs> yeah. Played Romhack. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I thought you said he made Romhack. I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yep, he wrote it too. <laughs> he wrote it with. A... <laughs> He was there, rubbing my shoulders. Yeah. He did accuse Ryland of invading his brain. Yeah, isn't that funny? So, like, I just found the sample of that. I, I watched or I listened, you know, to the podcast, and Homie was like, "That's such a niche thing that is so unique to me." But it's kind of funny. Like, I was just on YouTube one day, and I saw Herman Cain concessions speech. Um, Pokemon, like, no, I think it was a Watch Mojo top 10 thing about like <laughs> speeches. And then I heard, that's way better. I saw the, yeah, so yeah, I definitely. Herman Cain doing the Pokemon thing, and I was like, fuck, the that's Pokemon so movie. funny. So I looked up the full video, and then, you know, it says, I believe these words came from the Pokemon movie. <laughs> that's the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard. So it's like, we have to put that in a song. And I was like, what song is it going to be? It was going to be the best song I've ever written. Yes. So like that was just like how it fucking went. Is it it's so funny that uh, we need to watch Mojo Core. We need. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> what else is in the pipeline for uh, Third Row Records? Do you have anything that you can talk about? Is is it a secret? It's all secret. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. We probably should have talked about this. Uh, oh, I mean, we can talk about Japan, right? We're doing Japan. Oh, obviously. well, yeah. yeah. Oh, you mean like feature stuff? Okay. Yeah, that's that's, um, that's what I thought. Yeah, we kind of do this thing where I'm the worst and tweet out stuff on, you know, right when I get the news because I'm just an excited puppy and I just like fucking throw it out there to the world. Um, I do that but, too, don't Yeah. I mean, we can be vague, right? I think that's fair. I could also I'm, bleep out. Okay, yeah. So I guess we, we'll just tell you guys. We're we're talking to, uh, I mean, I already did the art, so like we can't go back now, Dre. No, yeah, we're definitely doing Commander Salamander. That's yeah. happening. Okay, so okay. we can sit, talk about that. Um, yeah, this is going to be an awkward fucking choppy part of the podcast. Sorry. <laughs> like us, us deciding what we can talk about. I don't know why we didn't think about this before. <laughs> like professionals. Um, we're planning to co-release um, this old album that Andy's on called The Sounds of uh, Riding My Bike Around Tallahassee, which is on Spotify. That just went up. That was the hardest thing that I've ever done for this entire label. It was getting one album that had, um, like curse words in the, in the title on fucking streaming services. I could not figure out for the life of me what was wrong with it, and they were just like, I don't know, man, something's wrong with this album. And I was like, you have to like mark all the songs as explicit if one of them says fuck. Oh really? Yeah, it's fucking really oh. stupid. We're looking to uh do a co-release on that and we're before it's finalized we won't like talk about who i guess right yeah let's let's I'll leave it at that, that. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're planning to probably co-release that and then we're talking to oh, a, a lot of people bands. Yeah. yeah um beep 
We're talking to also. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a sick name. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's right. Yeah. Yes. So good. That's like one of my favorite. I don't know, like that kind of style of music. I, I'm not gonna put a genre on it because let's be real, it'll just be some ridiculous bedroom pop, I guess. Oh no. How awful. I think that's it, right? Oh no, yeah. wait. We have. I mean, split too. Well, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Split with which is uh, they're like the bassist's other project, like the band that they're in. And then the Foxwood stuff's getting recorded too. I don't know. A lot of shit. Yeah. But that's not like, that's not like secretive. Like the Foxwood yeah, thing. True. That's how Foxwood <laughs> thing. Yeah. They fucking live update. They're like live tweeting the entire album. Um, We're probably going to do physicals for that when that comes out. But I don't know. Fucking I'm in the band. I don't know when that shit's coming out. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking idea. <laughs> I think at one point I was supposed to mix that or master it or both, but oh. I don't know at this point. So they're having it recorded. We're recording it, and I mean I'm not gonna be there for all of it because I just I play bass. Like let's be real, they uh-huh. can they can, they can, they can yeah. figure it out. No, I get um, it. Say less. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> uh, I also write leads, so let's, you know. Okay, 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 okay. All right, well, chill out. Um, <laughs> the, uh, I know, Rylan. <laughs> They're having it recorded at uh, the University of Miami with someone who is in Just Friends. I don't oh, some some shit. I don't know. And that's savage. It's pretty cheap uh, to have recordings done there through the school. That's like a, a trend you'll see in DIY. Like that's like the first baby's first professional recording is like the local university. They they like work they work it out. And if their people are like excited to work on it, they'll like cut you in for pretty cheap. Oh yeah, for sure. Is there anything else for missing tree? I mean, we have only talked to. I guess that's not confirmed. Confirmed, is it? I guess it is. It is confirmed. I'm gonna put it up. I just have. I'm having the hardest time edit editing like a, a cover. I cannot think of something for the. Okay. Of, I think that's it. Um, we might put out more of um, Carl's music just on streaming sites. I don't know if any like, I had a hard time uploading it, so I kind of stopped. But I'm probably just gonna upload like whatever they'll let me put up because I fucking love that band and it's not out. So, Ellie, do you I mean, have anything you wanna hear? The fact that you you're in talks to do the thing with redacted is pretty sick. I Which I don't redacted? know. I, I, oh, Commander so, Salamander. Oh. <laughs> no, you know. Okay, we're definitely repressing Gross October. Okay, keep that in uh, there. Keep like, that nice and clean. On Gross vinyl October. tapes. Tapes. Tapes, yeah. tapes. Okay. Here's here's what I want from the editing process, Kyle. I'm gonna. It's gonna be hell. Oh my god. I want Kyle. I want Kyle to say, Ellie, do you have anything you want to hear? And then, like a really long bleep. And then we're definitely repressing Gross October. That's yeah. it. Yes. That's okay. leave, leave this part in though. Leave like the planning part. Leave this in. Yeah. Okay. Leave the explanation so people aren't confused. Yeah. This sounds good. Yeah. I think this fucks. Let's keep it going. Uh, yeah, let's talk origami angel. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. My yeah. question, Ryland. My yeah. first question is, how the fuck do you write so many songs? Yeah, that's where I was oh, gonna go know. too. Okay, um, so I'm sure you guys have heard. You know, we have a lot of stuff in the works. Um, you know, I just have a lot of time to myself, um, and I just like, 
Yeah, over the last six months, I was going through nah, more like 10, 12, year and a half. I was, you know, going through a lot of stuff in my life. And, like, the one real thing I had was, you know, writing origami angel music. And it kind of just is like, you know, yeah, I know how to write a two-minute and 30-second song with a fucking twinkles in it and stuff like that. And I think I just kind of did it without realizing. And then by, like, you know, a couple months ago, I realized how much music we actually had and, like, how much shit we are going to start, like, doing. Um, and I don't know. It was kind of like an accident, I guess. I just never really like stopped playing guitar from January until July. And then I don't know. Um, it's just like, I feel like I just fucking live for Oregon Angel at this point, like in a weird way, not to be like too fake and deep or anything. It's just like, um, it, I was having a real hard identity crisis over, um, the, around this time last year and the one thing that really brought me peace was like the one thing I had which was Origami Angel and it was like okay this is like this is what I know that I do good like this is that I know like this is a actual reflection of myself and I think I just focused a lot of energy that and then the output was writing a shit ton of songs um, a lot of which you know haven't been released yet um, but it's it's cool it's a lot of fun I really love making music with Pat, the drummer of Origami Angel. It's just us two, so it gets a little lonely sometimes, but I don't know. We're a very good match in terms of personalities and people. Um, it's a lot of fucking fun, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. I shouldn't be surprised that the answer to that question was basically you're a huge fucking nerd, but I yeah. am. Too, but. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. And it's like, what did I do for the last year and a half? Play Pokemon and write songs? Absolutely, that's what I did. Um, but yeah, that's where we are now. And you know, if that if that's the name of the next Origami Angel EP, I'll be should be surprised. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll tell you some stuff later, Ellie. There's some cool stuff that we got in the works. But um, no, we got uh, um, we got we got some exciting things coming up. Uh, some stuff I guess I could talk about. Um, well, we're going on our like first real like tour kind of thing this winter. Um, kind of right around Christmas time, before and after Christmas time. We're playing a couple shows with um, our friend Sammy Heck. Um, Samantha Ganyon is like the coolest person in the world, and that's her band. Um, and we're playing a couple shows, two shows um, in Boston, where she's from, and then Philly and Pittsburgh. And then after that, we're basically doing a little Midwest extravaganza. Um, I think we're ending up in Grand Rapids, and that's I think that's the furthest we're going. Um, and then yeah. we're coming I back. just found out Sammy was fucking moving to Philly. That's insane. Yeah, isn't that really cool? Like, I'm really happy. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I just... Uh, Sammy's an awesome fucking person. But it's, it's, like, awesome. it's awesome for everyone but me. Because I'm never going to see her. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm not either, Drew. But, like... That, that's fair. We are touring together, so I guess maybe. But, um... I don't know. It's sick. That's I'm really excited for that. Um, it's kind of just our dive into the real world. Um, and then we have a split coming out with... I think they said it on the last podcast, so like, fuck it, why not say it again? We have a split coming out with Commander Salamander really soon, so that should be really fun. I I recorded and mixed Commander Salamander songs, or Commander Salamander songs, and, that, and they sound really fucking sick. And I'm ready for like them to like jump back into the shit, just because like that's what they're like the band that the world needs. And then um, we're really proud of the songs that we put forward on that split too. So I'm really hyped on putting that out. And then we've got a handful of other sort of things that we want to do. Um, between now and this time next year that we're just, you know, kind of making the plans for right now. And um, I'm really excited about it. Um, we're doing a lot of stuff, and we're going to try to tour a lot in the summer. I've always, like, really loved the relationship between an or Origami Angel and Commander Salamander because 
I I don't I don't know uh, Pat, but I I do know you, Ryland, and like you and the Comma Salad Boys have like just this like really similar sensibility. But uh, Commander Salamander is like the more like kind of like raw side of the coin, and then mm-hmm. Origami Angel I always felt was like more polished and uh, like uh, like pop. Yeah, like pop, I guess, like basically pop versus scrams. I guess is how, how I would much. put it. You know? Yeah, I uh, I can definitely see that. It's like um we're be- we're definitely you know we can be grouped into the same thing, and then there's certain sort of stylistic differences that we have, and they're definitely raw as fuck, and like they do the whole like you know we like are gonna go hard as shit sort of thing, and that kind of like pushed us further in that direction too. Like we me and Pat saw them doing that, we were kind of like yo we gotta get like harder, you know. Um, but at the same time, like I don't know, I feel like me and Claudio talk about like songwriting a lot, and it's like. Like, I really fucking admire the way that he writes music. It's different than anything that I've seen, like, in DIY. Or just, like... Well, yeah, because it's so, like, intensely collaborative with Liam. Yeah, that's the thing about yeah. it. It's, it's, it's very um, uh, cohesive, like, as a unit. And it's it's very crazy to watch. I don't know how many of y'all have seen them live. Um, probably just me and Dre, I think. But they're a fucking astounding band to watch live just for that very reason. Is because they're so... It's, you know, Claudio and Liam just going at it. It's, it's like it's very intense, holy shit. It's super intense, and, like, they... You know, Liam is one of the best drummers I've ever seen, like, play an instrument. He's an insane drummer, um, and Liam just, like, shreds every single show. It's, like, I, it's a treasure to be able to watch Liam, like, grow as a person and, like, as a drummer. And same with, like, all those people. But Yeah, Fernando's cool, too, I guess. Fernando's sick, too! I was, I <laughs> no, I, yeah. yeah, no, I fucking love Nando. Fernando's actually my favorite one out of all of them. Dude, and, uh, like, you can't tell anyone that. Like, but keep, on, <laughs> keep it on the podcast, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh, nah, Fernando is my freaking boy. He, um, he's just, like, he'll just say some shit that I'll be fucked up about for, like, two weeks. And, I don't know, Fernando's really cool. All those people are really cool. I'm glad they're, like, my best friends in the world. And one, one last thing about Origami Angel. Um, I, I think that the way that you write your vocal melodies is probably like the most distinctive thing about origami angel really? i feel like a lot of, yeah i feel like a lot of bands coming up nowadays do not have uh well they might have the ability but i don't think they have the desire to write like uh voc- like the these melodies and hooks the same way that you do um mm. and i i just want to know if there was like like a specific reason that that happened or if it just kind of is the way that you ended up writing songs i think one thing that's really weird about like the way i write work on the angels music is that like most of the shit that i draw influence from isn't actually the emo music so like oh, that's obvious though yeah, would, yeah I mean, it is yeah, so yeah. it's i called yeah. you out for listening to jazz like way forever ago <laughs> yeah i mean so like i love jazz and i you know i was in jazz band in, in high school and college and it's just like i study jazz guitar and it's just like jazz is in itself it's fucking beautiful it's like you can add so much jazz stuff to it just makes stuff a lot popular i think that's like something people don't realize is that like the brighter side of jazz can just make any song more attractive to listen to i think um but then if you overdo it you know it's kind of it's kind of fucky but so another thing like some other influences that gami has a lot is um like one of my favorite bands ever is the bare naked ladies um and oh god damn it so <laughs> me and liam have really bonded over the bare naked ladies uh but the, the bnl like they write um 
<laughs> Listen to me. Listen to me. I've been on a Bare Naked Ladies cruise before. My mom, that's like her favorite band in the world. And so like that's what I grew up on. Um, and the, the vocal melodies in that band are so fucking distinctly different that I started to like write music and realize that it's almost in the same vein as a Bare Naked Lady song. And I'm like, wait a second, that's kind of fucked up. You know, like this is I'm really upset that you pointed that out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. And it's like when it happened to me, I was like, whatever. But then at the same time, I was like, wait, no, that's cool. Because then I, I think about it, and I talk about this and I love another influence that I have a lot is fucking Chunk No Captain Chunk. Like, oh, that band is sick. I chunk, so like Chunk, like I never had a scene phase. When I was 13, I, uh, you know, I fucking liked Odd Future. Like I was one of those kids. I didn't get my scene phase. So like what people, I knew about Chunk No Cap and Chunk, but I just knew that people thought they were head ass because that's like a popular opinion, I guess. But so recently- They were never really seen though. They weren't like- Not seen, but like, not seen, seen. I know what you're saying, but like, I wasn't a kid that listened to that type of music. And I knew kids that did. Um, And I was like, I was kind of like, that's weird and cool, I guess, whatever. But like in the last two years, I just got so hip to easy core that like I it's it's not what I'm trying to do but it's exactly what I'm trying to do in a different vein you know what I'm saying like it's like heavy ass like nice guitars and like really cool poppy vocal melodies but also breakdowns it's like you know yeah gotta... would you would you ever consider maybe uh starting a band to rival sneaky dice maybe get those assholes out of the scene <laughs> I don't scene? know sneaky dice they kind of um I think they kind of have it for DC Easy Core right now. Um, Sneaky Dice really. They you mean DC Z Core? Yeah, Easy DC GG Core. I fucking hate this. God damn it! But so they kind of <laughs> Christ. They kind of have DC on lock. Um, I was I bared witness to the first show that they ever really played. They played one fucking song and they came out and literally like it was after one of our sets. Um, in Falston, and they they came out and they just started fucking going ham. After Commander Salamander played, they li- literally just took their instruments and started playing. Oh, yeah. and <laughs> that's really nice. And, they, <laughs> and like they, the breakdowns, like I don't know if anybody knows who's about the Sneaky Dice song, but it's like it's like an easy core riff sort of or whatever. But there's like ska in it, and then there's this post rock breakdown that like kind of made everybody really. No, confused. there's not. <laughs> you know, yeah, there is. That's you don't the, know. I, I, we played the song in the podcast. No, there's not. <laughs> Listen, if you if you hear the album version, there's oh, okay. <laughs> but no, it's crazy. I just don't think you know. But on a more realistic note, um, like Easycore definitely fucking influences me in a weird way. Where I'm like, this is cool. And I so the thing is, I feel like once I got past the hurdle of listening to music, like like from a texture point, like because Easycore obviously has a very different texture than most music in DIY, trigger drums and like freaking line six amplifiers and french accents and stuff that i can't do you know um but you can't do a french accent you can't do a line six <laughs> well i won't do it <laughs> but past that i think like once i just started listening to the music itself and not the texture i was like this actually you know like um if charmer sounded like this people would be like fucking going crazy for it you know what i'm saying i saw them last night how was that are they good life they were extremely fucking loud, but everything was like clean tone, so I couldn't hear half of it. Yeah, <laughs> they're really clean but did loud. The drums kind of, did the drums kind of overwhelm the sound then? No, it was just everything was no. just fucking loud. It's very thick. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I I like their live sound a lot actually. Um, 
I like um, who else is didn't wasn't Kayak Jones playing that show too? Yeah, Kayak Jones is was They're playing really that, cool. and then um, Snooze, the Math Rock Snooze dropped. Oh, so so snooze. so then oh. Bogues Bogues is the bassist of <laughs> Kayak Jones right now. So he did a solo thing, or he did a. I mean, Bogues is a solo thing, so he did that. That's cool. Easy course sick. That's basically what I came <laughs> on this podcast to say. I can drop out after it. <laughs> Okay, so let's slap a song in here. What song are we playing? Uh, I think we picked Morning Dew. What right? song? Yeah, I I was down to play a Morning Dew song. Okay. Uh, honestly, honesty. Yeah, I mean I love that song. Right. I think that's my favorite song by We're them. I'm gonna play Honestly yeah. by American Football. Fuck. still exist uh well okay redacted. sick never mind redacted, redacted. <laughs> everything redacted. on this <laughs> and we're back keep the so keep the so and we're back literally, literally every time that i fucking bring anything up every question yeah. is like well it's yeah. kind of complex yeah <laughs> in a way they exist but redacted all right Red- okay. i mean redacted yeah Okay, we're gonna talk about what we've been listening to I don't lately. Like that. What we've been listening to? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go first. Um, I'm listening to the Sleepy Time Trio and Portraits of Past, and that new yes. portrayal of guilt record, <laughs> like everyone else has been. It's insanely good. Uh, but yeah, I've just been kind of liking stuff in that vein. So I've been listening to Sleepy Time Trio uh, for the first time, and Portraits of Past for the first time. Um, really, the first time? You know that's okay. not the shit that I like. Or I mean, that I, 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 so, I liked at the beginning I, of this venture. Do you like, uh, if you really like Sleepy Time Trio, uh, you should 100% listen to their other band, Maximilian Colby. Um, they're, I think, like a lot more, um, like they're both more aggressive and more post-rock influenced. Okay. So I, I feel like they did a lot, like laying the groundwork for, for Screamo there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really like it. Um, I mean, at that time, was everything just being called post-hardcore? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Post-hardcore or um, 
or emo like uh the the stuff the midwest stuff actually was not really called emo it was more referred to as indie rock which i'm like reminded of every time i read my back issues a heart attack um (laughs) all right um i've been listening to this band called chastity i saw them open up for death heaven and dive and i'd never heard of them but it was just one of those classic scenarios of you show up for the opener and you can be blown away by them and chastity's fucking sick um it's like it's a little bit of everything like there's some post hardcore stuff there there's just some straight up punk stuff there's some like dreamy shit in it too but they're on captured tracks which is like that hot ass new york label um but they don't sound like a captured tracks band at all but um i really really recommend the record that they put out this year um been listening to the clippers after claudio shouted them out (laughs) holy fuck that band is awesome uh, Brig band. Yeah, they're broken up. Um, they were, they had some some shit out on top shelf and stuff. But yeah, that I'm. Um, thank you, Claudio, for that. I'm listening to JPEG Mafia again and clipping. Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah, that shit goes. JPEG's from Baltimore. Yeah. God bless. It's funny to see JPEG and Snail Mail interact on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's it's the, a really funny combo. Yeah, it's it's very heartwarming to watch. Brian C. Stars. Uh, they've been like, yes i was waiting to see the of that shout out of us and uh they just put out something not too long ago it's like six songs uh members of this is how it ended in tokyo um right and yeah this it's it's like it's a good like midwest emo clear like some of it's like cur- clearly influenced from stuff from the 90s but there's some noodly stuff there too and i it it's it's really good um think they're from chicago or chicago land uh did you listen to it ellie i did i did i listened to it like before work uh the other day and it's it's a smoker it's real good <laughs> yeah yeah um and then i listened to the new antarctica was Pucci, and i don't like it a lot but i like it a little bit that's how i feel about it <laughs> that yeah that's a, that's always been my least favorite jeff project i mean I love the first two things, the the seven inch and like the mini album. I'm so tethered and soulmate stuff. Those two are great. And everything else has just gone a little bit downhill. And like like this this new one's like growing on me a little bit, but I'm still like really lukewarm on it. Uh but that's, right. that's uh, all for me. I might I'm I might give it a shot. Yeah, I've been listening to um this band called Can't Bear This Party. They're they're an easy core band from like the day. Um, been listening to uh, this band Dits. I don't know if anybody knows Dits, but they're really cool. They're like post whatever, post emo, I guess is what kids call that these days. That's the really? term. Right? Never heard. Someone of that. is that the, is that the term? I, someone said that on the subreddit once, like in 2017. So I was like, that's what we call it now. Um, been listening to that new Cheem record a lot. I really love it. Um, it's a beautiful fucking album. Or mixtape, I should say. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, just got hip to Mitski, like, for real, for real. Like, I'd always kind of, like, thought Mitski was cool, but, like, just got super hip to the new record. Or um, There's a band called Deerfield that I guess someone from the sub is a member of. Um, and they're in another band called Closure, too. But I've been listening to Deerfield's EP a lot. It's really cool. It's very, like, hooky, Midwesty, but, like, got weird sounding pop punky drums i don't know cool cool for me and piebald yeah piebald hell yeah yeah i just saw them 
like twice at fest <coughs> it was weird <laughs> were you a part of it i was a part of it hell yeah all right uh also rylan i'm definitely going to give you some like super obscure wave one easy core acts yeah get me hit to like real easy core because i'm not like get me hit yeah like, camp can't bear this party you're sick do you know abandoned by bears no but no okay you has mentioned them to me i think yeah i'm i'm definitely gonna send you some fucking real hip shit give me yeah uh, give me give me super sharp all right who else who else um, wants to go? I, I can go i'm gonna go ahead and say first i'm just gonna read off what i listen to on spotify i guess uh water me down uh their first ep that shit is incredible definitely gonna recommend that that's, that's all like, like an acoustic project right nope no the, okay. the, that first ep that's is like listen to is incredible shit. like emo it's it's so fucking good okay um it's let's good. see uh sweetener by ariana grande yes god god bless i'm getting more and more into that album i like it too much it's so good um Waves put out a uh, emo Christmas EP. All right. Yeah. Shout out, Rylan loves that one too. Um, I mean, Earl Sweatshirt put out a new thing yesterday. Yeah. Earl Sweatshirt's so good. I like how every song is under a minute and a half. Yes. I that's think sick. I think every album should be like that. Yeah. I mean, to me, to me, it reminds me like a lot of uh, like Donuts, J what? J Dilla Donuts. I haven't listened to J Dilla. Oh shit! What? I'm uh, I'm really weird about rap. I don't know. I just, I really just skip around. Kind of the concept of donuts is like um, it was, it's kind of I like J J Dilla kind of just wanted to like show the listening public what it was like behind the scenes where like a young producer would make like this collection of like lo-fi beats, uh, like, or beats that could be like looped and sampled or and fucked with as much as anyone wanted it and like shop it around and basically he released one of those mixtapes to the public that was like the concept of that album and hmm. that's like that's like 100 the vibe i get from uh some rap songs except there is also some buried in the mix rapping in there which is sick I, a, i'm hella down with the album. it has like a really weird doo-wop vibe too that i really fuck with you pick that up on like at least like the closing track for sure it's it's all it's very interesting it's odd I mean, um, yeah, there's definitely some doo-wop samples. There's a lot of looping on, on that record as opposed to layering. Yeah. Like a lot more old school in regards to how it uses samples. For sure. Uh, Jord, you, are you here? Oh, hey. Um, <laughs> all right, I got a lot of shit. Um, let's see. I'll just go to this. I made a little playlist for this show. Um, all right, the new Max Seal. Oh, yeah, I did listen to that. Map it out. It's really good. Yeah, I like the first song a lot. Good. Pretty good. Um, let's see. Uh, Forest's. Um, their 2017 like the EP little single thing, pretty good, <laughs> pretty sick. They it's not like they put out bad music. Let's be real. Meet me in Montauk. Uh, I love your lifestyle. Tough stuff. You guys like tough stuff? Tough yeah. stuff, sick. Yeah. Okay, like, good. Like I feel like I feel like no one's hip to tough stuff. It's like one of my favorite bands. Every time I talk about it, I get like the silence, and I'm like ashamed. They're broken up, um, right? Yeah. Uh, Been that way for a while. Up. Yeah, for a while ago. Um, let's see. I got some deep cuts here. Let's see. King Sad by King Medicine. It's like the solo acoustic project of the singer from Camping in Alaska. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's really, really good. Uh, she keeps her kings in the back row. 
especially banger song. Oh, sick Catcher in the Rye reference, by the way. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then Running Shoes. Uh, Yo. I listened to their EP like on repeat. It's so good. They're a really good Yo. band. Are y'all hip to American Spirits yet? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From uh, Chill Waves channel. That's how I found out about them. Yeah, I didn't get to listen. I actually planned on doing it after this podcast. Uh, I saw I like a tweet. About the members, they're hella cool. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, oh wait, I got the last one. Okay. Shady, it's Shady Nasty. I don't know if you guys know about Shady Nasty. I know the reference. Shadynasty? No, Shady Nasty. <laughs> Shadynasty. No, no. Um, they're so. I, we put out the Carl thing. Their first project is like this chiptune punk, chiptune emo punk core, Nintendo core. Kind of, but it's more. It's more hard than that. It's not so like. Is it it's like not uh, as? What was that band? Nintendo core Crying? is hard. It's like Crying? Matt the band, like Matt the band, but harder. Like, <laughs> you mean Horse the band? No. No. Matt, Matt, Matt the, band's the band. Matt the band. Yeah, I've heard Matt that. Matt the band. I don't know. It's just really sick. You should listen. It's uh. If you heard the song Brian in Tampa by Worst Party Ever, it's that Brian. Oh, sick. Yeah. Wait, so does um, it kind of sound like nouns at all? Oh, I don't know. Who th- I don't know what that is. <laughs> How do you know? Okay. You don't know nouns? nouns? Wait, maybe I do. I don't know. Shit. <laughs> I'm, feeling, I'm feeling attacked. Called out. Yeah. Are you at least familiar with adjectives or verbs? Yeah, come on. We learned about this like 18 years ago. I'm a computer science major. I've actually never talked. Oh, sick. I'm yeah. I'm saying it though. Nouns have like the best guitar work in emo of the past like t- decade. I'm saying you it. should check out this band called Origami Angel. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do this. They do this thing where they play a bunch and it's really fast. And I'm like, whoa. Chill out. The song you played at the house round. That shit had me. That shit had me like mouth agape for the entire thing. Um, Origami Bagel. Fuck. <laughs> is, that, oh. is, that a, is that a bleep? Nah, fuck it. The people can know. They can hear. The people can know. Yeah. They'll know soon enough. Yeah, stay stay, stay tuned. That shit's fire. I, I didn't want to say Orgame Angel, but like I listen to Quiet Hours like uh, very often. Three. What's wrong with you? Um, oh, I also I, listen I to Future Teens. I forgot about that one. Future Teens is cool. Yeah, Future Teens is cool. I like that band. I definitely have Origami Angel on all my playlists, so. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Keep it, keep it real. Stars Hollow. I've been listening to Stars Hollow. I didn't put that in there. Ooh. Sick. Dogs Good. on Acid. Good. Let's see what... Yeah. We have nothing to do with Stars Hollow. No. At all. I'll never have that them on this podcast. sounds suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> Jordy actually uh, invented Stars Hollow. <laughs> 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 um. Been listening to Earl Sweatshirt. Been listening to uh, Sydney Morgue. Y'all, y'all hip to that hip hop act. Uh, no. Real noisy, really aggressive. Um, yeah, they put out their debut mixtape, uh, Volume One. Uh, I think it's called Hell or High Water or something like that. Um, yeah, that's what it's called. It's fucking sick. It goes real, real hard. Uh, check out the track, a uh, Grave Hopper 187. It's it's fucking sick. Been listened to. I, I listened to the first La Dispute album. Um, uh, not the EP, somewhere at the bottom. Somewhere at the bottom. I thought Vermont was an EP. Yo, that band kind of reminds me a lot of Twenty One Pilots, and I can't get over it. <laughs> I think it's Touche Amore. No, it's Twenty One Pilots. <laughs> Twenty One Pilots. I mean, I think I think Touche Amore are like 100 percent a better band. But... Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Finally. Oh, I'm so excited. 
You're the first, the first of my kind. 27 times live. Every time I bring this up, I get the other side. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah I was, was going to say, I talked about this at Fest when uh, like, someone said Law Dispute, and I was like, why would I ever listen to that when I can listen to Touche Amore? Thank God. Oh. Yo, Stage 4 I is like, one safe. of the best albums I of all time. I feel safe with you guys. This is like really a bonding experience. I didn't know that I mean, people pin them up against each Sorry. other or like Law Dispute more. That's like really surprising. Really? Well, they get brought up together a lot, and I only ever say it in that situation, but you know. I think Law Dispute have more like... Uh, they have more currency and like uh like the ma- more mainstream post hardcore scene and Touche Amore have more like hardcore credibility. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, that's kind of like the step. A lot of it's like a it's like a Tumblr pop punk girl band. Also. Yeah. A lot of speed are definitely. Def- Sorry def- for for like pinpointing it. You were kind of <laughs> dodging around it. But yeah, like I I don't know. Yeah. It's just like a. No, definitely. All their lyrics are like in Brainflower font over like a black and white picture. Oh. Of- Running rubber. To be fair, this isn't their fault. This is just the the crowd. They uh, like. I'm not. You know, no no shots. It's oh, just, so when like, Law Dispute does it, it's not their fault. But when Mom Jeans does it, yeah, exactly. I said what I said. Oh my being goodness. a hypocrite. I never said I wasn't a hypocrite. <laughs> I mean, so I saw this Vice write up that was like somewhere at the bottom of the river is like a, an unsung classic from the year 2008. And I went back and listened unsung? to it. Unsung. Yeah, I was like, this is still just okay, and it's definitely not unsung. No. Like, They're literally it, it has its critical acclaim. Yeah. yeah. That's fucked. Of yeah, course. that was a, that was a whack-ass, right? Was it noisy or vice? Noisy Who cares? It's all the Wait, same. What? same thing. It's all the same garbage. No, it's, all the same white it's literally black. the music section of vice. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah. Vice kind of sus. I don't know. Spotty. Vice is sus. It was co-founded by a Nazi. Um, <coughs> yep. Yeah, McKenna's baby. Yeah, I was I was listening to an old Boston hardcore band, Suicide File. Uh, real good, like rock and roll hardcore. Um, I have been listening to the new Drug Church, uh, as yep. as Kyle urged me to do. I'm seeing them. I'm seeing them next Friday. Fuck uh, you. Not with Gouge Away, which is like the that third sense. time that I've missed Gouge Away. I love Gouge Away so much. They're from, I, like right just, down where I'm at. I vastly prefer their first record, but their new record is still really good. Yeah, um, I just, I'm agree. a vegan, so you know, anytime there's an, an album with a nice vegan pep talk in the middle, <laughs> I uh, I just went and saw Every Time I Die. Uh, they're doing that tour with Turnstile, Vane, and Angel Dust. Uh, I accidentally missed Vane and Angel Dust, so I'm gonna have to wait, like, kind of see Vane now. But Every Time I Die are like one of those insanely consistent bands. I pretty much like every release in their discography. Yep. Um, I went fucking nuts at that show. Uh, listen to the 2007 Lifetime album, which I think is super underrated. It's super um, good. It's great. Yeah, it's really good. Like Haircuts and T-shirts is like one of my favorite Lifetime songs. Monday up. Morning Airport. Uh, That's a good song. Yeah. I listened to this old uh, Scrams band. Not that old. I guess they're like early 2010s now uh all my wishes were thrown down a well and they should die there uh all one word really good <laughs> real fucking that's a great name. all one word that's my new band name all one word. <laughs> <laughs> that's good uh that's secret, good. secret smoker who i think are kind of getting more clout now but they put out this album in 2013 and disappeared uh very good like 90s style emotive hardcore with uh the occasional twinkles thrown in um, the new <laughs> Old Moons album, which sounds like every time I die mixed with Glassjaw, real fucking good. Um, new Cheem, which I have 
thoughts, but I don't know if they're positive or negative yet, so I'll refrain. <laughs> I love new metal. Um, uh, speaking of new metal, Sempaternal by Bring Me the Horizon. Uh, and uh, Blessed by the Burn by Left Behind. And Mother of Mercy, I don't know if y'all have ever heard of that band, but they are pretty much the band that Knocked Loose is like aggressively ripping off. So if you like Knocked Loose and want to hear it done like kind of more rough around the edges, I would definitely check out Mother of Mercy. And I think that's it. Ebers is constantly throwing out these uh, rip-off accusations. I like it. I mean, I I don't say rip-off in a negative way. I know. Same. Basically. It's just not how music works, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, there's some like, scenarios. Unless it's, like, direct. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There are some scenarios. But Y'all heard that one <laughs> p- <laughs> no, uh. Oh, my. Is that a bleep? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love from subtweeting me. <laughs> we're already ble- we're already bleeping it, guys. It's fine. We, yeah. we can just cut that part out. Uh, so let's talk about some news. Some yeah, thank thank God. Yeah, <laughs> this is a great episode, I will say. Um, so the biggest news of the past couple episodes has been the Algernon Cadwalder thing that happened. Uh, yeah. A Sunday okay. night, they were like saying, "Hey, stay tuned tomorrow for an announcement," and everyone was like, "Algernon's getting back together." But <laughs> everyone that was talking to me about, it, I was like, "It's just represses. Shut the fuck up." And then <laughs> someone, I believe it's an infamous person, uh, uh, dropped in the comments a fake uh, tour flyer from a few years ago that people started to be like, yo, no, Kyle, shut the fuck up. Here's the flyer. It's like, that's not going to happen. Dads are not going to be playing. Uh, uh, I'm I'm friends with but I'm going to call him out right now. He's kind of an asshole. Okay. Straight up. Yeah. Right. But Algernon, <laughs> the discography or the LPs are getting repressed, and there's also a compilation of some B-sides and some things that we haven't heard before, like an Elvis Costello cover and some shit. Uh that's also going to be released uh, via Asian Man and Lauren Records, which I'm really excited about because Asian Man Records is one of the best record labels of all time, and I'm glad that they are going to be seeing uh, some cash for this repress and stuff, and just glad that Algernon will be on be on Spotify, and you know we can get some hoodies yeah, and, some, and some t-shirts. And they shit. took the funny P off. Really? Yeah, they took the funny P off, so okay. I can only imagine like it's it's all going to be in this the one big compilation, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, listen, Kyle. All I'm saying is we talk about Algernon and Mineral at length in that last episode, yeah. and next thing we know, big news comes out about both of them. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all I'm fucking saying. We hear. I, I mean, the universe is planting seeds. You know. I mean, all we have to do is uh, mention <laughs> at some point in this episode, and oh, oh my God. fucking God. Oh wait, I might have. Some, mm. Yeah. No. I think everyone might know yeah, that. We, everyone here is very aware of what's happening, yeah. <laughs> wait, really? <laughs> yes. Oh, wait. I think... No, I think... I can't, I'll type it. <laughs> oh, wait, we can bleep it out. Can we bleep it? Yeah, we, we can bleep You it. know that they were like... Sorry to kill the momentum of that. <laughs> no, that was really funny how everyone was like aware of different things, I guess. Uh, but yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we all kind of came together. We all had like an eighth yeah. of the story. <laughs> Uh, so Algernon not reuniting, um, but you saw that thing on Facebook where they were like 2020 reunion, maybe. Yes, I'm sure they just did that to stir the pot a little bit. But yeah, uh, we're all stoked about Algernon being readily available again. I'm, I'm yeah, assuming. 
No, I'm angry uh, about yeah. it. I'm yeah, angry. I, I kind of <laughs> just want that <laughs> shitty music off of Spotify. Hey, say yeah, that. I'm, I'm really stoked to be able to clear up those like 200 megabytes on my phone when it's on Spotify. Um, that's that's basically the reason I run a label, so I don't have to use Bandcamp. Fuck. <laughs> if I see Jeez. one more broken heart, I actually, yeah, if I see one more broken heart from Bandcamp, I'll fucking throw something. <laughs> Please give us your money. Cool. Nothing else about Algernon then. Um, we, have, we have a new mineral... 7 inch or 10 inch with two songs coming out and they are doing a 25th anniversary uh, reunion tour I mean they reunited for like 5 years I mean they renewed they reunited 5 years ago but uh, they did a lot of festivals and shit so they're playing like clubs and stuff I ordered the book slash 10 inch slash tickets to see them in Chicago I'm hyped I'm gonna see Mineral I've never seen Mineral and uh, it's like the new song is actually really fucking good and that's surprising yeah i was expecting it to be like really boring like and serenading was but it's uh it's fucking it's fucking sick um guess what date that the austin show falls on valentine's day valentine's day that's what that's what me and my my gal are doing oh i got to see uh mom jeans on valentine's day oh that's that's lame fuck you (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. <laughs> Tough crowd. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I know it's cool. I, I'm sure. I'm sure Kyle. I'm sure Kyle would also pick mineral over mom jeans if uh, past, <clears throat> past anything to go by. <laughs> oh, are you are, are you talking I about the, to to the time I dramatically deleted my Reddit account because mom jeans beat mineral in March Sadness? Yes, I am. Pork dad, famous R emo user. Pork dad. Yeah, not much to say about about the new mineral aside from the fact that like it it slaps. I didn't order the book though. I mean, it was outrageously priced, but it was like cheaper to get tickets, book, and seven and ten inch. Why the fuck are they doing a ten inch? Just because it fits in a book? That's got to be it, right? Yeah. At first, I thought just because the fucking song's so long, but no. Uh, I think so. <laughs> I think ten inches can hold like twenty minutes of music. I mean, well, the new song's like eight minutes, right? Yeah, something like that. Wait, that would be more than one side on the seven inch, though. Then. Yeah. So that's probably why. Are you young uh, people excited about Mineral reuniting? I don't give a shit about that band. Yeah, I <laughs> don't mean to be like I under I respect Mineral a lot, like, and I, you know, I've listened to them a little bit, but I don't really care. I guess. Yes. Yeah. How you would say it? Big. Uh, I'm fucking. Right, Ryland out here being like, "Yeah, Mineral was a pretty good Super Nintendo game, I guess." Like, oh my god, yeah. The graphics just aren't very good anymore. <laughs> Minerals, How can I go back? Minerals are like kind of necessary to the Earth, you know, to have. But like, Jesus you know, Christ, I guess they're cool. They seem a little archaic to me, though. <laughs> well, unrefined. But um, yeah. Oh God. Um, I love them, but I won't see them. I don't. I don't think anyone gave you props for that unrefined pun. I thought that, that was good. That was good. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. So I don't think that it'll affect me, but you know, pretty cool. I like I like them, but I'm not I'm gonna go them. see them or buy their stuff. Yeah, something that will affect you, children. Um, Oliver Houston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so sad about Oliver Houston. Me like too. that actually really bums me out. They yeah. were they played ten minutes away from my house, and I didn't go to that show because I wasn't hip to the space, and I'll never Aww. get to see them now. <laughs> Yep. So it's like, damn, pretty good band. Sad to see him go. So they're kind of. Sorry, go ahead. They were like 
teasing that they weren't gonna make music or play shows anymore, and then they like uh, dipped this week and dropped like the rest of the music that that they had recorded. Um, I think it's called Mixed Reviews. So yeah, that's a really good album name. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah the album cover is really cool too. The lyrics are really good. There's like a lot of whatever works callbacks in there. Uh, I was gonna say I feel like Oliver Houston were like one of the last old school twinkle sounding bands to get uh-huh. really big. You know, yeah, like you all the bands that are school. getting twinkle. Well, not uh, old school twinkle. I mean, like that 2008 to 2012 yeah, twinkle sound for sure. Like yeah. a like a grown ups kind of wiry sounding guitar shit. Yeah, yeah, grown ups, high tide hotel, etc. Yeah, it's like bubbly. I like the sound. It's very poppy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I feel like it was really it, it was kind of anomalous for that for that band to get popular when all the bands getting popular around them were uh, going in a much more contemporary direction. So, props mm-hmm. to them. I guess it's songwriting. You know, they have yeah. really good songwriting. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Some of their their riffs just their riffs are stick in my head for days. Like yeah. the uh, the bass riff on um. Oh shit. That one. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that song title. <laughs> oh, I have to know. <laughs> long nights, something, I... something, something. And some long jobs. Eat a bagel. People are screaming at their speakers right now, the song title, but I'm not going <laughs> to. No, don't give it to them. I'm actually going to look it up it. and just hold it. Actually, name, na- like, the title of this podcast should be Blah, blah, blah. By name Oliver this Houston. Oliver Houston song. <laughs> Done. Top ten Oliver Houston songs. Uh, Washmanshire. Wash number Washmanshire.com. Yeah. <laughs> top ten Oliver Houston songs. So I think it's called. Uh, uh, I should just say you should bleep it out. Whatever I say. I am. I am. You should. Um, I should just say the, the wrong name. <laughs> <laughs> just say. So, I think Tom it's called, Quad, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's called. Yeah. Tom it's Quad. Called, yeah. Bernie. It. It's. Fo, Let's right? keep it. Never meant. You got a lot of bleeping to do. This is like I'm the, the worst. Of, the title of the podcast actually should be uh, "Never Meant" by Oliver Houston. Yeah, <laughs> "Never Meant" featuring Little Wayne by Oliver Houston. Featuring Little Wayne, <laughs> featuring Mom Pants Jeans, cutting social commentary. <laughs> I know. I'm actually the first one to uh, talk about how the names are similar between bands recently. Thank God. Yeah. God I, bless right. you. Everyone was thinking gotta, it, but no one was saying it. Yeah, I'm. I'm saying. <laughs> Some Trump shit, sure. Jesus Christ! You're the speaker of the truth. Speaking of speakers of the truth, oh my fucking god! All right, everybody, I hope you're as stoked as I am. Uh oh! I think I know where this here is going. Here is what I think is the greatest return in podcast history. We are now introducing the season two premiere of Nick Watch. Top anime comebacks. Yeah. Oh, fucking Nick Snafferty over here. Oh, man. Um, all right, so. Everybody sit down. Get you close wanna, to your speaker. Kyle, do you want to catch us up first on where Nick Cafferty was at before I jump into my thing? Because there's a new thing. Well, you mean how McCafferty broke up dramatically and stuff and had a meltdown well, yeah, in, they... in, in subreddit but uh uh i was i was looking at what exactly happened uh 
from the McCafferty Facebook page, at least. I don't know if it was elsewhere. Uh, there was a screenshot posted of an email thread with members of McCafferty, and they were like, you guys ready to record? I got some new songs and stuff like that. And then it's like, oh, new music coming soon. And then the next update was that uh, Nick posted a selfie video of him and, you know, just looking all fucking clean in a fucking suit and tie, actually. Um, <laughs> talking about, hey, this new music stuff, like, it's 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 not going to be McCafferty. It's me and my wife and Wesley. I think that's a drummer or something. And, you know, we're, we're, we're like, doing this, but, you know, we don't, like, care. Like, we don't, like, we, we don't want to be, like, criticized, basically. So, basically, we're not allowed to have opinions about this new not McCafferty not McCafferty music uh, and that's basically the update is that there's new music coming from Nick Cafferty, his wife Wesley and I don't know who else but we're not allowed to talk about it okay okay Wesley. yeah alright that All right. is and that s- segment cool <laughs> well <Yeah>. let, <laughs> let's let me let me let me leak some uh, secret information <laughs> Nick Cafferty uh, directly messaged the mods of our email. Um, yeah. So, spoiler alert, uh, McCafferty, any mention of the band McCafferty is now, like, auto-banned in the subreddit. Like, anytime really? the, yeah, anytime someone types the name, it's getting, like, spam-filtered out. What That's um, McCafferty. Funny. That's beautiful. <laughs> oh, yeah, just, you can... A pun, punna, all you want. I don't fucking care. Okay. So, but do you ban McCafe T? McCafe T? I feel like that was my thing. Like I feel like I tweeted that. That does seem like a round thing. I'm I'm okay with McSnafferty as well. That's my preferred insulting I, name. I also like how when people refer to social norms on Twitter, they like star out certain letters because of how frequently <laughs> social norm searches their name on Twitter. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Social norms. That was like my first introduction to Twitter drama. Uh, social norms got me into emo. Um, social norms, yeah. Y'all, y'all remember right. that label we were talking about a little while ago? Oh my god, no. no, 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 no. This is cursed. This is Was that the ahead. social norm? Tell them. Tell them. It, it turns out all the stuff we cut out from the third row sec- segment earlier is uh, they are actually doing a reissue of no. every... No. All, all, nine, all nine social norms records. Dear our emo moderators... My name is Nicholas Hartcop, and I am from a band named McCafferty. I, I refuse to call him Hartcop. Um, I want to start out my message by saying that I personally take responsibility for any conflict I have caused between people of the R-Emo community regarding mentioning of the band or the music. That being said, I have taken a lot of time to disconnect myself from the social media and from music as a community entirely. I have made many mistakes in my life regarding words I have chosen to speak or the way I handle criticism. And I have been very, very wrong in the way I have done that, and I want to apologize. I am messaging because I am a person who wants to do good and help people in my life, and I suffer from extreme social anxiety. I am also a lover of music, and it has become extremely difficult for me to enjoy going on the R Emo community because every time I see a post that mentions McCafferty, nothing in the post has to do with my music, rather my character. Rumors have gotten out of hand, and people continuously post false information about me and it really has done damage on my spirit and self-esteem i have been trying to move away from music entirely and start a career and settle with my wife and the toxic nature of the comments and interactions between people spreading false information keeps me awake at night 
I am messaging to ask if it would be possible to permanently delete mentions of McCafferty or, and or to add it to the banned list of bands because I have no interest in growing the music or becoming an active part of the music scene. I have been thinking about this heavily each and every day. It weighs on me. I want to see if there is a way I could work with you to reduce the toxicity I face regarding the McCafferty name. And it like, continues on in that vein. Um, I just looked it it's up. It's a long message. The final, the final Nick Watch segment of season one, at least, was only four episodes ago. So that motherfucker did not take a long time away. Uh, yeah, there was not a hiatus there. No. Um, I mean, I banned I banned him from our email a long time ago. That was like months ago. Huh. Um, back in May. But, yeah. Uh, I mean. There is not rumors that have gotten out of hand. The like I that is a fact. I saw you deliberately misgender Alex from Chatterbot. Yeah, that was really fucked up. Times. Um, <laughs> and I saw you when people called you out about that. Call them like bullies and SJWs. Yeah. Um, and then wasn't there a whole like like really weird use of someone's mental health predicaments in in one of his arguments against someone? Like he basically called someone handicapped or something like that. Like, I don't remember that. I think maybe um, I might be misremembering, but I, I feel like it was in that same thread. It might have been. I I very specifically just remember the Alex. Yeah. Um, there some more. Just, yeah. Just unpleasant. That that alone is like enough to just make me want to fucking never hear about Mick Cafferty again. <laughs> yeah. So I I we decided to fucking like relent and ban all mentions of McCafferty in the sub, but not because he wants us to, but because I don't want any fucking discussion of him or his band in the subreddit ever again. So, congrats. A win-win situation for all of us. I don't like that guy. That guy's mean. He told me to kill yeah. myself. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that was... <laughs> yeah, that was that was a good time, Drew, wasn't it? That yeah. was like about a year ago from now. Yeah. That's when I first met you guys. Really? Uh, Back in the day. So is do you think new new Nick music is gonna get anywhere? I mean um, that like fan base is basically like a like a microcosm of like a brand new fan base where they So will, did like... you know? I'm sorry. I mean it's <laughs> you off I just fell off in the middle of that. But like I literally like two days ago my friend sent me a TikTok. I hope you know what that is. Yeah. Of like a McCaffrey. Unfortunately. Song. And it, it blew uh, my mind. It, I literally exploded. I was like, what the fuck? I was, whew. Yeah, there's I, like... I just couldn't believe it. Dream Man said, fuck McCafferty. Yeah. McCafferty Man said, fucked up shit. <laughs> they're really popular. I had no idea. I just checked their Spotify. Yeah, they're. Yeah, they're. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Lots of listeners. Like I, I don't know if new, new music divorced from the McCafferty name is gonna. Mm, that's true. Is gonna gain any traction, because, like the cult, the cult surrounding McCafferty is surrounding McCafferty. I don't know if they'll have like any interest in his new music, and probably because like, there's now gonna be a huge lack of publicity surrounding it as well. Like a lot of people probably aren't gonna be aware of it. Mm-hmm. You know, as a, as opposed to McCafferty, which was you know that was a name that like 
people recognized this new this new one is not going to not going to have that name recognition and not wanting it to be mentioned on our email is like immediately going to take away a lot of the advertising potential yeah but it's also like you already know this is going to be promoted through the McCafferty channels like exclusively like it's I I seriously doubt there's going to be like any little bit of starting over it's just going to be where McCafferty fans are oh yeah I'm sure in like three months it's going to be we have decided to continue under the name McCafferty (laughs) for sticking with us through blah 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 yeah they released a 33 song album i'm just in shock looking at this oh my god what the fuck is that i thought it was a co- that was a compilation oh, oh are that, they on a compilation that like yarns or something let me check no i mean i thought that was like a compilation of all their old music oh yeah all, some of all fears how old is old is this uh, like not spotify they, music like pretty... i mean they go yeah they go back to like 2008 right mm. they go back jeez to... i didn't know that yeah what the fuck yeah they it, it was like it was like a little early... bit was it always uh, in the vein of another band? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was always. Okay. Bombs. Okay. I just want to make sure. So, I don't want to. I don't want to do a direct call out, but yeah. So Nick is like old, old. Yeah, he's been really. He's been wearing the uh, the mask for a while. As as Elliot said, this man's age starts with a three. Like, yeah. That's um, wild. Yeah, you gotta tell uh, people with the one to kill themselves. Tell. <laughs> How what? fun! That's what he did. He's stupid. I hate him. <laughs> oh. I really don't like McCafferty. Hey, see. Right. Sick. Let's move on. Uh, um. So I, I don't even know. I didn't look into this very much at all. But like, do you blew it? Bassists uh, uh, slash. Uh, uh, I did. I also did not look into this very much. Man, I that, know enough. I was just gonna say. I did, also did not look crazy deep into that, but from the surface, that looks fucking awful. Like, mm. and it's shitty. And it's like, I, I don't know. I'm not a crazy, you know, huge fan of either of those bands. So it's not like, but it's just like, why? The fu- I know a lot of people look up to both of those bands and that person. It's just like, what the fuck? Like, well, I mean, they're not. They're not actually imbalancing composure. They played bass for one show. Oh, one it was just show? one show. Okay. Yeah, they were just the fill-in for one show. That's it. Um, okay, well, people made it out to seem like... Yeah, yeah, he was like a member or something. No, no, he was a member okay. of You Blew It, though. Well, still, but, regardless. Yeah. Um, we actually met... <coughs> we met him at Fest, and it's like yeah. the craziest thing. Because, like, you know, the scariest part is that he was, like, normal and charming, and it just fits exactly, like, what the the post said. Yeah, that, I mean, that's part of the post. You'll If you read it, it's like... Yeah. I mean, that's part of any of how, Yeah, I, of course, but, like... um. She says, like, don't trust him. He may be very charming on the outside. And it's like, Jesus Christ. We were just like, I don't know. We had, like, this fucking hour conversation with this guy. Yeah. It, yeah. I don't know. It made me nauseous. Yeah. I, um, I'm, like, I've been, like, experiencing something similar lately. But um, Yeah. Every, it's, uh, I don't know. It's crazy. It's real. Yeah. It, it, it kind of just, like, makes you feel real angry and, like, sick to your stomach. It's kind of also, like... like you know. It's like unsafe. It's like right under your nose, you know, kind of. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. yeah, it's like that feeling. Have you ever like had like seen like your little brother almost get hit by a car or something? Mm, yeah, yeah, something like that. Like it, it's that kind of feeling, for sure. Dude, the band hasn't adjusted, have they? I was just gonna ask. Did either the band's bands... done? Well, bands... well I mean... wait, wait, wait. Did it? Did the American Football reunion show happen? I mean, you blew it. We're opening for American Football. They're still they're they're still done i'm pretty sure 
Okay, but did but but the shows happened in September, right? Oh yes, oh, they happened. Okay. <laughs> okay, those already happened. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No one from that band has acknowledged it, to my knowledge. I haven't looked. I mean, we can look. But do you feel like if someone is in a band that the other band members, after a long enough time, should be aware that they're a creep? Wait, like, do I you think know. that's something that's like that, like kind of like happens like naturally? Well, I think you just have to believe the people. Like, you just have uh, to assume that they're well, being obvious, like obviously not yeah, um, just like the band members. Like, that's like I mean, it sucks that you have to do that, and it's like I'd love it to be as simple as like thinking that you always know, but you just have to believe that they're not lying. I don't know. I, there's nothing else you can do. Yeah. And also, you know, just because the the band's broken up doesn't mean that they can't address. What That's happened. true too, of course. You know, yeah. because when when the shit went down with Zach, like Expire, who were bro- had already been broken up for like a while, still all the members came out and denounced him. You know. Um, oh, I think they should. I just I didn't. Um, I don't know. I don't think. Um, also, I don't like, think we ever talked about Kississippi. Wow! What's this? Jeez, that was crazy. That was just a thing. That was handled handled really well. That was handled pretty cleanly. Yeah, someone someone catch me up because what I saw was Zoe's response on Twitter. Um. So the original post like detailed. It was like a a precise like description of everything wrong. Right. Very like concise. And then it was not just that; it was like included like a plan of action for them to return to music if they chose to. It was like you cannot play music for a year. Um, like don't come to any shows in my city. Don't play here because you're not someone that we feel safe with in our area. And it was like very, like to the point. I don't know. It got exactly what you wanted out of it. Like it wasn't this vague. Like a lot of times people get criticized because it's like you're calling out into the void almost which is totally invalid of a criticism but like you know if you can solve someone's problem with your thing go ahead and do it so she was very precise with like her demands of from it i don't know it was just handled really well was it someone that uh, that abused zoe no it was the no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> yeah yeah what Oh, so the drummer. Sorry, I, I oh I didn't realize that you like the extent to which you didn't know. Yeah, sorry. Um, so the drummer was accused of um, like sexual coercion, I believe. I don't want to um, overstate or understate. More or less yeah. emotional abuse, right? Yeah. Yeah. And also, I think it was like, yeah, I would just call it. I think an abusive relationship. Just felt like that, and um, it was like repeatedly over multiple times in person. Stuff like that. Oh, yikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the victim, like, that's what I was commenting on. Like, they were just very, they handled it very, like, well, I don't know. I'd never seen something like that before. Yeah. It's always kind of like everyone's scrambling for information about it. Mm-hmm. But this was, like, kind of the exact opposite. Zoe's response was really good. Yeah. Her response was good. I saw that. Um, I think, I think she, Mississippi has had, the best response a band could have to allegations next to Remo Drive. I thought Remo Drive's response was like the best one I've seen. Yeah. I still don't know what happened with that. I just um essentially the bassist got called out and then he responded <laughs> with like actually this isn't all true, right? 
Yeah, the ba- the bassist responded with like, this was like I have receipts that like. Yeah, the ba- were... the bassist was like I have receipts. You're this also is, ab- this yeah. is a flip of the situation. You emotionally abused me, in fact, and like literally in the in in his response, he was like, I have like literally been through like so much therapy trying to get over like what you did. <laughs> But was That's also nice. like very delicate and like seemed very. It was very direct as well. Yeah, like, yeah. It was also that's, very, that's probably like, the best word to describe too. it. Yeah, I. That's the, the definitely the thing I respect most about like responses in these situations is being direct and like uh, not not dancing around responsibility as well. You know, like responsibility gets assigned. I think that's what's most important. As far as you blew it goes. I, I don't know how much we can really comment on it because the band hasn't responded. Yeah, that's very disheartening. It's just like it's been over a week, right? I think so. Yeah, a yeah bit. it was like before almost, Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think it's almost near. So it's like I don't know. It seems like I don't know. It's always weird when bands break up and shit like that comes out like very close after. It makes you think about why they broke up or why they stopped playing music. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Tanner doesn't really associate himself with you blew it at all like he doesn't play their, their songs live stuff like that i don't know well, word yeah that was my that was like what my mindset was coming into it but yeah like the band should still do it just like just because you separated yourself from it doesn't mean you're like not <laughs> like just because your past is still your past just because you're you don't want your future to be about it it's true yeah yeah all right uh and then the last thing would basically be um not it's like news but not news at all uh the okay is do you do you pronounce it Cerse? Cersei. Cersei? okay yeah uh earlier this week we're like new albums dropping on friday and then the new album was a live thing from their final show ever huh. uh finessed fucking right <laughs> uh so like that was kind of frustrating because i was fucking anticipating a new uh Cersei record and it's it, it's a live thing and I haven't even listened to it yet uh I have not listened to to the new live thing but I just thought it was super fucking sick that they were just like yeah let's drop it on Friday and then they did yeah um I also uh they, they also on their Facebook they said something like if Bam Margera lets us uh play a show at his house we'll get back together fuck <laughs> Which is sick. We need we need we need more jackass and Viva La Bam fans and emo. One hundred percent. So yeah, that's news, but not news. And I don't know. Did, did did we miss anything? I was trying. You guys want to talk about Fest? Is that is is, is that an overrated experience? No, I think it was pretty uh, sick. I don't know about you guys. I had a weird Fest experience. It was good though. I just got high every day, like fucking yeah, ridiculously G- high. Yeah. G kinda go yeah, we kept on getting way too high. Like, that I was my engaged. fest. That was our fest. It wasn't oh, yeah. it's was our we fest. We got engaged. That was I got wild. engaged. Yeah. You got engaged? It was pretty fun. Yeah. Well, congrats. What else happened? Us getting higher was like way more important than Jordan getting engaged. Me and, yeah, yo, yeah, me yeah. and Dre found this great McDonald's. <laughs> That's true. Best <laughs> McDonald's like, to take a shit in? The one on Main Street. <laughs> and, and hit the pen in the bathroom. <laughs> right, so so my my vision of Fest 
pre-getting into emo was just all of the fucking orgcore bands that played there, and it's like thirty-year-olds with beards. Like, is that still a thing, or is it, yeah. or is it now like a younger person's venture? So I feel like it has to be like a mixture of the two. Yeah, yeah. That, there's something that, for both that... of those scenes there. Yeah, like there is a lot of just like the DIY CI wave and like you know just the up and coming younger what those kids would call sparkle punk bands and shit like that, just booing it. And then there's also just fucking old head bands that play one reunion show at Festa year, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like days and days played, but there's also, I don't know the most, which is like the art, you know, the art jazz band. So it's like the whole range. Yeah. It's just a ton of bands and a ton of venues. It's a great music experience. Like just like from a show standpoint, it was one of the um, best weekends of my life. Like I got to see most of my favorite bands and it's just like pretty sick. Um, but our like experience was kind of cursed from like a like a living standpoint, kind of. No, the, the fucking the bugs, I, the the swamp well, flies. Everything, everything. <laughs> I don't know if you guys agree, but like the Airbnb that we stayed at was like kind of cursed. <laughs> yeah, it was. Mm, it was shit. The car crash. Oh god. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> there was shouts like out. shouts out. Shouts <laughs> out. Rest in peace. Uh, side door. Side door. <laughs> side door. Side door um, records. Yeah, it was it was a little fun. It was it was great, you know. All those people are great. We got to see a lot of cool, really fucking cool people. Um, yeah, it was cool meeting a lot of people I met or I knew on the internet, and then meeting yeah. Person, oh, yeah. like Jordan, like yeah. meeting Jordan. Right, really yeah, cool. Jordan. Jordy was the first time I met either of them, and you know, always good to hang with the Chatterbot fam and really anybody that you know we interact with. It's a great. It's a, you know, it is true that most people from DIY are there, and you do get to hang with them. And get your cool time. So it's like, it's fun. And I, I don't know. I think it's worth it. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. Um, I would do it a little bit differently next year, though. Yeah, I'd say uh, really prioritize being close to the venues. Yeah, that was if you yeah, do go for sure. We were thirty minutes away. It was fucking hell. If we forgot something, it literally was an hour. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, it was not fun. Fuck. Those car Gain- yeah. Gainesville is like a city. Fucking sucks. Like I absolutely hate Florida. <laughs> I kind of yeah. Um, I feel like everything so in Florida is very spread out. Me and Drew what? were so like spaced out on the fact that Florida is just so flat, or at least it's like it's actually almost... flat. It was like so I can't flat. stress this that like, the highest bump is like ten feet. Like we were looking down this street and it was just flat for days, and it. <laughs> and it's well, it's also really fucking big. Like mm. if a band tours Florida, that takes ten days. You know, right? Mm. It's like a Cali thing. It's just like you can play like eight different places. Yeah, it's um, I don't know. Gainesville is one of the cooler cities, so that's fucked. I like <laughs> Gainesville. It, I think it if really? you had a well, to be fair, you had like this like overcrowded shit experience. It's normally not like that. It's kind of chill. That's true. I feel like I, I liked it though. Like I liked Gainesville. No, I liked, I liked it for both. Yeah, <coughs> it was a lot Isn't warmer fest... than DC. What were you gonna say? I said, "Isn't fest always the weekend that like?" all of the college goes to a different city in Florida for, like, a football game? I think so. So it's, like, usually just, like, a shitty college town or something like that? But Yeah, it's, like, a dry college. It's a pretty cool college town. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say fuck the Gators. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck I don't know anything about that, but also fuck them. Just Orlando's cool, too, though. So, you know, Florida's not that bad. But, I mean, if you take it as a whole, I agree. Never been to fuck Florida. Up. Fuck this flat yeah. ass state. Yeah, it's so fucking flat. Yo, if you take any away from the, anything away from this podcast, Florida's flat. 
<laughs> Especially when you're high, it's like all you can think about is how yeah, flat Florida title. is. Yeah. Florida is flat. I'm Tom sober flat. and I still think about it like often. <laughs> we were talking about that recently, right? Oh my god, I can't believe this is a topic of conversation. We were talking about it at the last. Y'all remember show. how flat Florida was? <laughs> Do you remember well, talking yeah. about how flat Florida was? <laughs> you remember talking about talking about it? <laughs> it's like. Do you remember when we went on the e word and talked about Florida being flat and how we talked about that? This is all I've known my entire life. I've never seen mountains. Episode yeah. 21 of the E-Word. Remember that time the E-Word talked about talking about how flat Florida is featuring Dree and Jord of Third Row Records and Ryland of Origami Angel. Thank you. <laughs> and that, was a, that was impressive. <laughs> that was mouthful. Okay, so let's actually wrap this up. If you guys want to drop, yeah. drop your ats and where people can find your your records that you're releasing and also creating uh you guys both have records so talk about them and where people can buy them uh at third row records uh on twitter uh third row records limited run.com for uh tapes we have both uh we have just a japan up right now i think we're gonna do something with a couple marietta tapes we got a couple extra yeah um we'll probably make an announcement on twitter uh, yeah, that's about it. Word. Uh, you already know at Origami Angel DC on Twitter and Instagram, um, and OrigamiAngel.bandcamp.com. You find all our music there. Um, we're releasing. We have a lot of releases planned for the next, you know, several months. Um, I think it's it's sick. We're gonna have a lot of cool music out. Um, a lot of fun physicals are gonna be announced too. Um. We don't really have many physicals of our latest EP doing the most because of reasons like they sold out or whatever. Um, we still got vinyl. <laughs> I'm a <all> brag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we might stock up on another tape pressing and doing the most at some point. Um, that'd be pretty cool. But, you know, we're looking forward right now. Um, yeah. And like I said, Origami Angel DC on Twitter if you want to see these flames tweets every once in a while, you know whenever I get the mood to tweet one of the best things you'll ever see. So, yeah. Bring your welding masks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ellie, where can people follow you between episodes? Uh, between episodes, people can find me on Twitter at you don't need maps. Uh, they can find me writing on no echo. Uh, they can find me on Facebook. Friend request me facebook.com slash you don't need maps. Um, and can read my blog. You don't need maps. Blogs or sorry. Dot wordpress.com. Fuck. <laughs> well, I ruined, I ruined my like streak earlier with a incredibly long episode title. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and also follow the E word on Twitter. Um, so At you the can E-word podcast. Um, yeah, at the Eward Podcast, you can unfollow us when you disagree with one of my takes. Um. <laughs> yeah, and E-word. also follow us on Twitter and not listen to the podcast, which has three hundred <laughs> of you easily. Yeah, um, yeah, the Eward Podcast on Twitter, the Eward Podcast on Instagram. Uh, there's a Facebook page. Oh, there's there is going to be if it's not up already, there will be a Facebook group. Um, we get a lot of DMs of people like, how can I get involved with the podcast? And I don't know what to offer up, so I'm just going to say, if you want to like, just 
be a part of a constant conversation, here's going to be a Facebook group. Um, find our social media and we'll throw it out there on that because I don't know if you can... I, it's, it's probably going to have to be like a closed group or something. I don't know. I don't know how Facebook groups really work because I'm not involved with any. But uh, it's going to be a welcoming, not not intimidating Facebook group because I think LEU agreed that most Facebook groups are kind of intense and uh, yeah. and move very fast and stuff. And yeah, uh, not going to be the vibe. Ours will be small and intimate and welcoming, mm. I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, the only place you can follow me is Instagram at nothing feels Gucci. Um, anything else for the that's podcast? a good name? Yeah, it's really good. Thanks. Thanks. Oh, uh, finally, people are commenting on it again. That's so sick. Um, can we name our next record that? Yeah, but it has to be at nothing feels Gucci. That same yeah. last. <laughs> um. Rylan, Jord, Dre, thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah, of course. Thanks for yeah, having us. This was us. a really, really yeah, great thank episode. Thank you. Super exactly. stoked on it. Yeah, this was fun. Thanks for I doing would... the editing. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's a lot. Fade out. Yeah. <laughs>